sacred rituals, and a cosmic community to enchant your mystical life. This podcast feels like soulful conversations by the fire and under the desert stars, as if you are hanging with your best friends, talking about purpose, the cosmos, and the divine journey we are all on. My name is Anna Alic, and this is the Topanga Moon Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast for anyone that's new. So glad that you're here. Welcome. Uh, This is going to be a fun episode. I actually tried to record this last night after Kundalini class and this full moon has just taken so much energy out of me. I don't know if anyone else is feeling that, but I was like, I got like my parents live, um, they have a property with like this extra little, it's kind of like a cabin. It's more of like a shed, but turned into like a cabin that has like a really beautiful wood burning stove and like, it's so cozy. And so I like built a fire and was like all ready to record this episode. And I had my candles going and, and my incense and I did my little ritual and all the things. And I was just taken over by extreme exhaustion And I just like honored it and I wasn't going to fight it because I didn't, you know, want it to affect the, the podcast episode. So I just decided that I was going to record the next day and that was going to be okay. But wow, there's like this really, really strong energy right now with this full moon. That's basically tonight at midnight is going to be like the fullest of this full moon in Gemini and I have a Topanga moon moon party tomorrow on the 12th at Loft Studio East. There's only a couple tickets left I think so but you never know like some people get their tickets last minute so it might be gone by the time you hear this um but yeah so I'm gonna be celebrating the full moon, it's a really, you know, intense energy for me. And I think it has something to do with the fact that this full moon is in Gemini and I'm a Gemini. So it's really going to be affecting the people who have a lot of Gemini in their chart and I am a double Gemini. So it's, I'm feeling it. I'm, and there was like this ring around the full moon when I was looking up yesterday and I was like, wow, okay. So yeah, this is going to be a very energetically charged full moon. I'm going to be doing some major intention setting tomorrow with the full moon party. And I have some really cool new ceremonies that I'm going to be doing. And it's really about integrating this energy and utilizing it for this new year ahead. We're going into 2020. This is a four-year numerology, which is like the miracle, lucky, um, beautiful, abundant year where we came from a three-year, which is all about planting the seeds and working hard and building. And it's this idea of, of building all these things up so that you can reap all the benefits, everything will be flowing, just things will be manifesting so much easier in this new year, especially, and I'm going to say this, uh, really particularly, but especially when you are aligned with your intentions and your purpose. So what are the things that bring you joy? What are the things that you think, you know, you should be experiencing here, um, working towards, because those are the things that are really going to flow because the universal force really wants us to be 
consciously creating our lives and bringing so much love and passion and beauty into the world. It's all about creating. And when we are lit up, when we are excited, when we are just in this beautiful state of joy and doing things that we truly love from our heart, that means that we're creating with the universe and creating this beautiful, abundant landscape, and it's really going to affect everybody else. So it's about tapping into that oneness and how we are truly all connected and and all come from one and how each of us filling up our own cups and bringing more light into our lives really does spill over to other people and then influence them and inspire them. And it's just this beautiful ripple effect. So what is it that you are cultivating in the new year that really lights you up? And that's this whole theme for 2020 and even 20 is a powerful lucky number. So we have double 20. Um, Just, you know, in terms of numerology from what I've heard and researched, it's a really, really powerful, beautiful year of um, just receiving, just receiving all the gifts and receiving all the synchronicities and doors will open for you and your manifestations will finally come to fruition. But this is the time you take right now to cultivate all that. So you're setting the groundwork, you're really laying the framework for what you want in this this new year. And it's really fitting because, well, today is the, well, December 11th. So if you're listening to this on the day of the release, it is the anniversary of Topanga Moon. And that's why I want to do a special kind of year in review, uh, anniversary episode to talk about the specific milestones that the, um, the brand has had, the community, the cool stories that have happened over the year and the lessons I've learned running this community over the past year and the things I'm still working on, things I didn't expect, and the spiritual lessons that have all been tied into creating something like this. So I think it's going to be a really cool episode of just looking back and celebrating those moments of uh, the really cool things that have happened within this community and also talking about maybe some of the, the struggles that I've had with it and figuring out how to be an entrepreneur and create something from nothing. And really, I think the main lesson that I've learned through this whole year is that just like in healing, growth is not linear. And I talked about this on a podcast episode all about my uh healing my relationships and healing my love and worthiness around love. And it's really about this whole idea that it's not a linear process, that um, it's even the the growth of a, of a business or even a project that you're creating. Like I'm my, my huge main project right now is my script and it's not this linear um, thing of like, okay, it's always going to expand and the success is going to come if I do X, Y, and Z and all these things. And I think that that can be, um, a misconception when you maybe hear certain other podcasts and you hear people's stories and journeys and, you know, you really just get a snapshot of the, the things that have really worked for somebody and the journey. And sometimes it feels like, oh yeah, they just launched this thing. And then all of a sudden, they're making so much money every month and have so many followers on their business Instagram account and are just doing so well in their business. But, um, and of course, like people talk about the obstacles and the, and the struggles, but, um, everyone's story is different and everyone's journey looks different. And the one thing I can say is that as much as something may look super successful, let's say that, um, through Instagram and anything like that. It's like the process in between the days in between the doubts, the, um, the struggles that you may have gone through that you don't show people, uh, is really what makes up the, the essence of what you're creating. And that's where you really learn the most. That's where you figure out 
kind of like what you're made of. And, um, and I, I heard this thing yesterday. I talked about it on my stories is about, um, just not giving up before the miracle happens. And I think that happens so many times when we're trying to create something new and we're cultivating this new, let's say passion or new project or career. And, you know, it's so easy to compare yourselves now in this social media world. Uh, Comparison is truly the death of joy, (laughs) but it's, it's so hard because everyone's, you never know how long somebody has been cultivating their energetic work behind the scenes. And I think it really does come down to your energetics and the stories you've created and how much you can allow and how worthy you feel of, uh, you know, accepting this new position in your life or this new project. And I mean, 80% of it really is coming from your mind and your inner world and your inner workings. And somebody might have been cultivating that for a really long time. And when you go into a new landscape, like for me, starting a new business, it was really just the feeling of like, okay, you know, am I worthy to put this out there? Am I worthy of being someone who leads workshops Am I worthy of selling products that um, have a certain value? It's all of those things that really came up and I had to move through energetically and I had to do the work internally and I'm still working on it. I still have huge money blocks and I know that that's being presented to me and shown to me and it's a really beautiful discovery still because I know it's something that I want to just cultivate and get to a point where I don't have that anymore and change my story and change the way that I have a relationship with money and my worthiness around money. And it's shifting. It's shifting every day and it's expanding and I can feel it really, you know, shifting within the new year, but I had to see it. I had it, I had to have it show up for me to really acknowledge that okay, wow, I still have work around that, you know? And that's this whole idea of anything that you create, any growth is really not this linear process. And to not get stuck in the, it hasn't happened yet, you know? The the big success hasn't come to fruition. My big goal hasn't landed. And because really the way to cultivate those is to find the happiness before the thing comes because what do, why do we really want to accomplish all these goals well we because we we feel like they're going to bring us a sense of happiness when we've achieved achieved them you know a sense of just arriving and really all of that comes with flow and with ease when we cultivate the happiness first and Wayne Dyer says something really beautiful um you see it when you believe it And that's so true with everything. Like you have to work on the internal world and cultivate that. And you'll see the beautiful blessings when you believe the beautiful blessings, when you believe that you're worthy of it, when you believe it to your core. So it doesn't matter when it comes to you, when you are just having this beautiful dance and co-creating with the universe. So yeah, that's, I guess that's part of what I've learned this year, but going back to kind of the beginning and, and when I first launched the website part of it, which was on December 11th of last year. And that was really fun because I was cultivating this idea for so long and it was kind of like a, something that came from a joyful place of of hosting these moon parties for my friends just on my own and then was really inspired um, by the people around me to make it into something more and one of the first things so I launched the website and it was around like obviously you know the holidays and Christmas time so it was really just about like blogging and just releasing everything and starting to gain, um, some momentum on Instagram. But one of the first things that I did with the brand is I love travel and I've always wanted 
traveled to be a major part of Topanga Moon, you know, so that in the future we could really do some beautiful um, retreats and energetically potent places around the world and travel together or I can travel with Topanga Moon and bring the podcast on kind of like a tour and do little mini moon parties kind of like all over and do road trips. So travel has always been just like a really beautiful integrated part of what this whole, you know, brand and community is and to show people different places in the world and the, the, vibrational, energetic aspects of a place. So I introduced something called Topanga Travels. And the first place that I went, I remember I was like working at a restaurant at the time and during the holidays, I had to work on Christmas and I was working so, so much, such late hours, just trying to save up as much money as I could to eventually lead me to this place right now. And um, there was this cabin that I saved on my Airbnb. Like I have all these like different categories of saved, you know, inspiration places that I want to go to. And I have this cabin one because I'm obsessed with cabins as you probably know. But, uh, there was this cabin in upstate New York, pretty much on the border of Vermont really. And it was this like, it's this cabin that has no electricity, no running water, but they were still renting out these places in the winter time. And it seemed like at the time, such an interesting, cool experience to go to this cabin alone, basically kind of like rough it in the wilderness in the middle of January by myself to really just like reset, connect to nature, um, have some time to myself and refuel because I was working and working, working. And in that job, I was talking to people constantly and using so much of my energy and I really needed to connect to nature and be somewhere completely different and somewhere that inspired me and, and somewhere I would want to take photos and just like really be alone with my own thoughts. And so I booked this cabin and I was like the only one that booked it for that time because I knew it was like in the next couple of days, it was going to be this crazy storm. So she kind of blocked off the woman who, her name's Victoria. She's amazing. She's such a cool, inspirational uh, woman who runs this, all these different properties. And I'll even like put a link to these Airbnbs because they're so beautiful. She built all of these different cabins on her huge property in, um, Argyle, New York. And it was, it's all like with these beautiful antiques and just super sustainable. There was a composting toilet. I mean, no electricity, no running water, candlelight, wood burning stove, just like really beautiful, romantic. Um, such a great experience, especially in the winter time. I mean, I think most people would go there in the summer and that makes sense, but there was this real magic about going there when it was like there was all the snow around and the night sky was so clear and there was just this like coldness, but you could really feel cozy and warm in this tiny little cabin and like, you know, the sun goes down so early, so you have candles everywhere. It's a really... Um, meditative time to go. So I, it was like the first week of January packed up. I rented a car and drove by myself. It was like an eight hour drive. And on that drive, I was listening to the mastery of love, which is this beautiful book by Don Miguel Ruiz. And it was definitely the theme about, you know, this idea of me wanting to cultivate my worthiness within relationships and heal from uh, a breakup and and really find that part of myself again that was um, excited about love and really feeling excited about myself and bringing more self-love into my own world and feeling worthy of my um, of a partnership and everything that I desire. So that was really amazing to listen to that whole, the whole time and arrived, uh, at night to this cabin and she greeted me with like a sled. <laughs> so we put all my like luggage on the sled and she like walked me over 
to my little property and she already had like the wood burning stove going, which was really nice. And, um, I put out some of my candles and I had some food. Luckily I, you know, I'm vegan, so really nothing really goes bad. (laughs) So I don't don't really need a fridge, just like a little cooler. Um, but even so it was like pretty cold. So you could, you know, leave stuff in a certain room and it would pretty much like keep well. And it was this beautiful property. And as soon as I got there, I felt like I took some videos and I just like felt so much peace and calm and, um, just, it was so inspiring again. And then the next day I took some photos around the property, um, which was really great and kind of did some videos to show you this property on Topanga Travels and for this whole blog post that I did. And then, uh, one of the nights I had, uh, wine with Victoria and we just like chatted about life and, um, it was just so cool to hear her story about how she manifested the property, like full on manifested the property. And she was totally into, uh, you know, spiritual practices and manifesting and all those things that we were really getting along. And she saw that property and she knew she wanted it. Um, but she couldn't, I guess she didn't have the, the funds at that time. And, um, so, she was like, I guess they said no to her taking over this big property. And then she wrote in her notebook that she has this property already and she left it in her notebook and she just like knew it was going to come. And, um, because I think she had to something like not rent it, but like, I don't know. I don't know the whole details, but basically a year later, the person that owned this property contacted her again and was like, do you want this property? So it came, but just like in the divine timing that it needed to come and she got that property and she knew she was going to have that property. And it was a real example of surrender and knowing and just like allowing the universe to bring it to you in the perfect timing um, for you. And if it wasn't going to be that property, it was going to be something even better, you know? So yeah, that was a really cool moment of just you know, I had to like build, build a fire on my own and go outside, um, in the middle of the night, if I want to go to the washroom and I would walk around and it was this massive property on this huge, like forest kind of area. And you're, I thought I would be scared, you know, like I'm kind of by myself in this cabin. That's, I mean, has a little lock, but easily you can get in. And, I felt so much peace and calm and I was not afraid at all. And it was really about this, like the energy that she cultivated in this area and just feeling so connected to nature and saw the most gorgeous sunsets and it was a cold time, but it was a really different experience. And yeah, if anyone's feeling called to go to a cabin to recharge, I just think it's such a beautiful way to get back into the elements, into nature, into like what you really need. So yeah, then after that, um, what else did I do? Uh, so I started hosting the moon parties, which was amazing. Um, I guess I was hosting the moon parties and like really promoting it and working with common people shop and having them there before I launched the physical website, but I'm using the website as like a, oh, you know, a time that I, that was like my anniversary if I'm going to choose a time. And I specifically was like December 11th because I liked 12, 11 and I thought that would be really cool, which is weird because now this is the full moon and, um, what a cool time to celebrate your anniversary on the full moon in Gemini. Very cosmic, very connected feels, feels kismet and feels like I'm definitely, um, in the right flow. So I was hosting the moon parties. Uh, it was really this cool experience of meeting new people and expanding the community. Um, and just hearing cool stories of certain like things that happen to people after they've attended the moon parties and everyone has a different experience. And I always like start off saying like, I'm just holding space and it's really what you make of the whole experience. 
and what you can get out of it and, and you can cultivate that. And I just give you tools and guidance and ways to do that. And just hearing really cool stories of, from people and I'm not really going to get into them because a lot of them are personal and I know that people come to me or write to me afterwards with their personal you know, cool manifestations or transformations. And I know it's all like a personal journey. So I won't talk about that on um, the podcast, but yeah. So really cultivating the the moon party community and uh, people starting to find out about it. And that was a really cool process. Um, And then I went on my amazing camper van road trip through Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, Utah, And that trip, that camper van trip really was a huge catalyst for what Topanga Moon is now and the writing work that I'm doing and showing me that I am a writer and uh, the script that wanted to come through, just learning more about like energy grids and portals and integrating energy and just like magical things that happen to us, the power of Sedona, Arizona and the incredible experiences, the way that we were able to so easily manifest over there and throughout the whole trip and, and knowing that when you're being guided and really living in alignment, that's when you manifest. I mean, that's when the, almost like the universe gets so excited because they're seeing you do the thing that you really love to do. So they're like, yes, let's give you more. Let's give you more because you're so in joy right now. You're so happy. You're so excited. And that's what it felt like on that trip that we were just exploring new places and, um, feeling the energy, integrating the energy of these new lands that we've never been to and having these magical moments and expanding our consciousness to, allow for these like magical stories to come into our lives. Um, I mean, that happened to me in Albuquerque and definitely in Taos. I remember we were at this like cabin, one of the cabins that I like, um, saved on my like cabin list in, you know, on Airbnb. And I knew I was going to be there someday. I guess it's kind of like a manifesting thing because I manifested all these experiences at these cabins that I saved. But Yeah. So I remember I was like so excited to like write my script and had all this like new inspiration and I knew exactly what I was going to write. And, um, there was this like deadline for this like pitch competition that I was like trying to make. And I got to this cabin, it's called the writer's cabin. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. It's amazing in Taos, New Mexico. And I felt a presence in the room And I remember there was like this rocking chair and it always kept on moving. And I was like, okay, at least there's, there's somebody in this room. She's like, I know. And we were just like, yeah, this is normal. This is totally normal. But the same thing, like, as I was talking about with like me feeling, oh my gosh, no energy and so tired from this like full moon, there was something that I was like, I guess all the energies that we were cultivating and, you know, kind of collecting on our journey and on our, on the road. So I got to this cabin and all I wanted to do was sleep. It was so weird. It was like, I was so excited to be in this place and to write and to, you know, I had my beers and I had like my snacks and it was just like the perfect time, the perfect situation. And I was like, I can't move. I need to lie down. I can't like something came over me. And I remember thinking, this is, oh my God, this is what integrating the energy is like. I need to just embrace this moment, allow all these like new energies to expand in my body, expand my conscious and just surrender to this moment. Cause that's all my body wanted to do. It's like my spirit took over and all I could do is like lie down and to basically sleep. I just like slept in this cabin (laughs) the whole night but like so early, I think it was like 8 PM that I really went to sleep. And I remember waking up feeling so refreshed and so good. And just like that totally recharged and like a brand new person. And I guess that was just like me integrating this energy into my body and basically turning into a new person. And I feel like my cells changed and 
it was once again that magic in that area in New Mexico. And then from there, we drove to these hot springs in Colorado. This kind of like secret hot springs that someone told us about. And that was so, that was like the most magical ending of the trip because we went around to all these different hot springs, like on this cliff in this like tucked away little town in, in almost like the border of Colorado and, and uh, New Mexico. And it was so beautiful. The sun was setting. We're in this pool, these like natural hot springs talking to new friends. And it was so beautiful. Like you can't even, you, you have to experience those moments. And I remember we were walking down to the next pool and it was like sun was setting and all of a sudden we just see these, uh, we see fireflies everywhere. They were all along the path. There were so many of them. They were lighting up our whole little trail back to this like other pool. And it was such a magical moment. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's just fireflies everywhere. And like, it was just like you, we, we stepped into this all other dimension. And that was just such another beautiful point of, you know, this journey of this brand and how, um, it's really something that I was able to create and I mean, co-create with the universe and just really what excites me, what lights me up and what can I, what can I bring to other people and how can I bring those experiences and how can I bring a retreat to someplace like that in the future? And just going on all these journeys and using that to, um, bring more insight into podcasts, uh, bring more beautiful blog posts, share all of these like moments that I had. I mean, I took so many photos on that trip and videos that I've used, uh, throughout Topanga moon and on all of the, the different kind of like, uh, just like things that go along with the candles and all the different materials and the little ritual cards and the online, um, downloadables. And it's really like, I'm taking photos in those areas and I'm putting them on all this stuff and I'm bringing that magic to you. It's like a magic, it's like transferring that moment to anybody that, you know, purchases the candle and gets a little ritual card and gets the little, like, and you know, the little image of that, that time that, you know, I had that magical experience And we really go into depth on that um, road trip on the first episode of the podcast, which was always my intention. I was like, we were trying to record on that road trip, but it was never the right moment because we were either driving or going or meeting new people or having an experience. So we're like, okay, when we come back, we're going to sit down and record everything. And that's kind of where the podcast started. I knew I always wanted to make a podcast and... um, it just had to start that way. I had to talk about this, this road trip that really changed my life and, uh, transformed this brand and business and transformed my writing. I mean, my whole script that I'm cultivating and writing right now is all like a lot of the stories are based off of moments that were actually happened to me on that trip. And yeah. And then I went to Croatia And I talk about that also in my third episode of the podcast. And that was a really beautiful moment to like reconnect and, um, heal old wounds and, and, um, just have another experience and see what it was like to be in another country and and try to like work as an entrepreneur (laughs) online. And, uh, something that I learned from that is that when you're in a really beautiful country that you like have family with you know, in, and you can go into the beach every day. It's like, you're not going to want to work. So (laughs) maybe leave the work to, I don't know, wherever you are at home and let that just be a beautiful trip and experience because I did no work (laughs) while I was there. And I was, had all these like aspirations. I was like, yeah, I'm going to like write so much of my script and I'm going to do all this stuff for Topanga Moon. And I mean, I did take a lot of photos and things like that, but no, I did no work. I was just living. I was living those moments and I would never take it back. I would never, I never regret that. Um, but yeah, so going to beautiful countries, it's really hard to have (laughs) to be doing any work. (laughs) That is a lesson. It's so much easier to be doing 
more work and extra work in the winter times when it's cold outside and you don't want to go out and explore. So that's a real thing. Um, but yeah, and then I launched the podcast in the middle of summer and that was so, so exciting and it was just like received really well and had two incredible episodes right away. The first one with Elise about our road trip, second one with Anetta all about spirituality and sustainability. And to this day, that episode is really, um, the most listened to episode of Topanga Moon, both on Spotify and iTunes. So Annetta is going to come back on the podcast. She is, we're going to record an episode on our trip in for the new year when we're in Joshua Tree. So when we're in our camper van in Joshua Tree, we're going to record another episode because I know so many people in this community love that one. And, um, and really it's like people want to hear more about, I think, sustainability right now and the things that we can do and, you know, we're moving towards that and everyone needs to get on board. I, I really believe that we can use this year, especially 2020 to expand in that in a huge way to really be conscious about what we're consuming, conscious about where things are coming from and conscious about how we're getting rid of things. Um, borrowing, renting, vintage, um, plant-based, just like all these things that we can actually do within our own lives to help the planet. And that's, I mean, it's going to happen. That's what's happening for that, for this new year. Um, mama earth already is already taking care of herself. So we're just, we're just along for the ride. But when we are creating in that way and and that's like a huge part of Topanga Moon is how do I create products for ritual that come from the earth? Because if you're if you're creating rituals, if you're if you're really taking it as a sacred process, which I do, and anytime at the moon parties, like really cultivating that sacredness with all the things that you're doing within ritual, it's like you want to use products and you want to use ritual tools that come from the earth that have that vibration. It, it carries a different vibration than things that are made, you know, synthetically or are harmful to the planet in any way. So of course, um, you know, the candles are going to have soy wax and only essential oils, like essential oils have their own vibration. They come from flowers. They come from trees. Like that's an actual vibration that's getting put into the candles that you're using for ritual work. And that was a huge intention. And not only is it more sustainable and um, just better for your health and for the planet, but it actually makes your ritual stronger because you're using things that have their own beautiful essence and vibration. So how cool is that? Um, but yeah, so you know, adding adding product to, I guess Topanga Moon always started off as a product based company, but really expanded more into the in-person parties and workshops. And I think that's really where, um, the, the business and the brand, um, community, I would say is really thriving. And, um, so it's been less about the products I've been, you know, it's been this interesting journey to see how, um, the podcast and, the in-person workshops are always expanding and flourishing and there's been this beautiful momentum with them. And I guess it's all about, you know, this is more of like an experience community and an experience brand. And how can I use my, my gifts in hosting and bringing that experience to people, um, to good use and, you know, share that love and share my, love for the moon and for rituals and all that kind of stuff with other people. And it's really less about the products. I mean, the products are fun to make, but I've been putting so much emphasis, especially in the last little while with the markets and trying to sell and, you know, really seeing that that's not really where my strong, um, qualities lie. Like I'm, and I'm gonna, I'm like working on my languaging as well. Like I don't want to say like, oh, I'm bad at selling things. <laughs> but I think that um, when you're trying to do too many things, then 
then certain things can become diluted. And I was really, you know, learning about that when I was trying to not only do all these new products, I, I was going to introduce all these new products and, and then also host the moon parties and also do the podcast. And it was this realization of like, whoa, this is too much. Like focus on the things that are thriving and then eventually add on when things are kind of like in a flow. So really right now I'm just focusing on the podcast, focusing on the um, moon parties and then doing the products for fun. And that's been scary because that's the, that's really the part where I thought I was going to be like, you know, bringing in the finances, bringing in the abundance, but a lesson that keeps on coming up and things that I've been told through mediums and psychics is that actually, you know, a Topanga as a community is this beautiful expression of this magical spiritual side of myself that I love, but really it's, it's my writing. And to, I think I'm just afraid to just say writing is going to be my main source, source of income. Writing is my, my main, um, you know, thing that I came here to do, my gifts, uh, the thing that brings me so much joy and really focusing on that and owning that and allowing that to be my new story and my new narrative. And cause I feel it, I know it. Um, but it's this, a little bit of fear that I'm working through right now of the, like, who am I kind of thing, the, the imposter syndrome in a way, but really just um, embracing it, knowing it, feeling it, and just doing it, you know, and stop procrastinating and just go into my work and let it all unfold the way that it's supposed to fold. And trust that the universe is always there to guide you. And I think that was like one of the biggest lessons that I've learned um, through this journey with Topanga Moon and throughout the whole year of, you know, the universe is there whenever we need it. You can ask for guidance, you can ask in your dreams, you can ask for signs and symbols, and I love to do that. And I've talked about that, about how I knew it was like time to let go of my apartment, and that came in and like a really beautiful symbol and messages. It wasn't beautiful at the time, but <laughs> I think you guys heard about that. So it's this um, idea of surrender and knowing that the universe is there, knowing that you just need to wake up every day and do the thing that you love and keep going and to not give up before the miracle happens. And this other lesson that I learned throughout this whole process of creating you know, something out of nothing and putting it out into the world and seeing the response. And it's like this been flow back and forth. And for a while I was like, kind of like reaching for things, right. Trying to grasp things and make things happen. Um, pushing things, getting things like, Oh, I need to get more followers on Instagram. I need to get more people to come to the moon parties. I need to get, get, get. And then it was like this, it's like something clicked in my my brain and um it was really solidified in my kundalini class as well but it was just like wait a minute it's not it's never about what you're getting it's about what you're giving what are you giving to your your business what are you giving to the people that are in your community and um you know along on this journey what are you giving to this world? What are you giving in this co-creation process? It's all about what are you giving? Because the universe wants to support you when you are excited and when you are creating things in this world, because this is a world of creation. We're here to have as many experiences as possible. We're here to create and to see what we can create with our minds and with our inspiration, with um, just you know, our imagination. So what are you giving? So how can I show up better as a host in my parties? And how can I give more of the things that I've learned? How can I give more on the podcast? How can I, um, give more to the creation of my, you know, vibration that goes into all the candles? How can I be this like positive, beautiful force and, and give, um, all the parts of me to everyone that's following along or how can I give to my script and how can I 
really um, give those energies away. And then there's um, this thing that happens. It's the universe always needs to, um, you always need to receive whatever you give. So the, it's like this, this perfect balance and whatever you give, you will just inevitably receive back. So instead of thinking, okay, what am I getting? What am I getting? How can I get more followers? How can I get more of this? What are you giving? What are you creating? What are you grateful for? What are you um, happy about? Like, how can you actually switch, like shift the perspective so that it's more about how am I adding more value to people around me? How am I adding more value to this planet? And this can be in every aspect of your life. Once you start to get into that flow and to really just be every day, wake up and be like, okay, how am I adding value today? How am I, how am I giving of myself? How am I uh, excited about this thing? How am I sharing my, myself with other people? You'll start to see that then things will just naturally come to you and you don't have to think about it. You don't have to do it invisible doors will open, manifestations will start coming in because you're in the energy of giving. You're in the energy of, um, how am I serving? How am I, um, using my gifts for the world? And in that energy, you are at a higher vibration and you are able to then be the receiver. You are able to just not be holding on too tight. The energy of like, how am I getting? How am I getting? What am I getting? Oh my gosh. Like I need this to happen. These, this many people have to come to my workshops or I need to sell this amount of money. That is an energy of lack. That is an energy of grasping. That is an energy of holding on too tightly. And that is an energy where you're not trusting in the universe. So when you switch it and just switch that little simple perspective of like, okay, what am I grateful for? What do I already have? And what can I give? What can I give? What can I give? When you're in that energy, you're just happier because you're not needing any kind of thing to come to you. So what really, what's this beautiful thing, and I didn't think about that in like the terms of an audition, okay? So going into an audition, I was talking to the, about this with my friend the other day. You're going in, and if you're thinking, I need to get this job, I need to get this job, like this is what's going to make it. You're going in with this needy energy, and that energy is felt through the casting director, the director, just like anybody that's in the room, and that comes off in your performance. Your performance now is... I need something from you. I need something from you. Instead, if you go into the same audition and you've prepared this beautiful, um, this beautiful scene for, for that moment and you've really like worked at your character and you're so excited to perform and you're like, I'm going to give this away. I'm going to give my performance away. I'm going to like show up and just have fun and just really release this performance for people. What happens is that energy shift shifts everybody in the room. They don't feel like any constraints. They don't feel like, oh, you need somebody, something from you. And you can feel this anytime you're anywhere, especially if you're going into a store and like someone's trying to sell something to, you know, it's like that, like if people want something from you, it's like this um, constricted energy. It's a closed energy an open energy and an energy of vibration an energy that believes in the abundance of the universe an energy that taps into the frequency of that abundance is saying, I'm just going to give freely because I know that there's, um, that the universe is always here, that abundance is always available to me, that I can create anything that I desire. Whatever is of my highest good will always be. So it's like, what can I give? Look, how can I show up? How can I serve you today? How can I share my gifts? And that is how we all want to show up every day. It's a more easy, it's an easier place to be. It's a more exciting place to be. It's a joyful place to be. And that's what I really want to do with Topanga Moon going forward into this new year of like, how can I serve better? How can I show up? How can I share more amazing podcast interviews with guests that I'm excited about, that I know that you're going to be excited about. How can I create products from a perspective of like, I'm just excited for you to like 
have them in your home. Like, and I genuinely believe that. Like, I'm so excited when people buy the candles because I'm like, they're awesome. Like, they have so much love vibration into them. They're made with beautiful essential oils. They're, you know, that's vibrating with the earth. They look beautiful. They look like the galaxy with the glass glitter. Like, I'm just like excited for you to have burned them, use them in ritual, have them around, and just like make your whole environment a little bit more magical, you know? So I I get excited when I'm like, yes, you get to experience this, you know? And the same with the moon parties, like I'm always so excited to host them because I can, you know, let's all create this experience together. Like how can I show up in my highest form? How can I channel for everybody? How can I be my greatest, highest expression for all of you so that you can also show up in that way and we can have that exchange and we can really move some energy here tonight or shift things. So that's the energy that I'm going into and that's the biggest lesson that I learned from this year in creating a business and creating this brand and really switching from this idea of what am I getting, what am I getting to what am I giving and that is what I'm putting into my writing, um, being excited when I go to my computer and write my scenes and being excited to give this um, idea and this imaginative world a real life and excited to then film it, you know, and get the people that are meant to be on board and create this world as an expression of this beautiful story that it lives with inside of me that I want to give to everybody, that I want everyone to experience, that I want everyone to have that moment watching it and, and feeling connected to it. And it's really about giving. It's like, how can I how can I share my gifts? So my, uh, I guess my final thoughts, wow, this is a longer podcast episode that I originally anticipated. I thought it was going to be 20 minutes. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, I was just in the zone. Um, so my thought, final thoughts in terms of, you know, whoever's listening and whoever's been following along on the podcast, go and do things that excite you. Follow those nudges, follow those pings of inspiration and go out there and create beautiful things because you want to give to the world, because you want to give your beautiful gifts to other people, because you want to create this more loving consciousness in the world. We need it. We need people to show up in their highest expression. And that's when you are showing up to give and to release your gifts and to be of the highest service for everyone around you and just trust that the universe will always provide when you're in that state, when you're feeling good, when you're excited, when you're sharing, that is when the universe is going to show up for you. Believe it, trust it, and you are worthy of it all. I hope you have a beautiful full moon and just really look up at that moon tonight Um, feel that gratitude, say a wish, and tell the moon what you want to give to this world and to your community and to everyone around you. And don't be afraid to start and to start whenever you feel called to, to start now, to start later, to start in the new year, but start that thing that you've always wanted to start and um, show up for everybody around you and be grateful and just love as strongly as you possibly can. So I hope you have a really happy full moon.